and I need to move faster than you'll be able to. He didn't agree or disagree, but just stood there, motionless except for the clenching and unclenching of his gloved hands. It wasn't the solemn moment Jenna had fantasized about. She should have been standing there alone, remembering the years she'd spent in Alaska sleeping out under the stars, reveling in the almost comforting loneliness and silence. In a world of seven billion people, it was almost surreal to stand with nature instead of being one of the anonymous masses lined up against it. She thought about Aaron Neal, something she still did way too often. What would he say about what she was about to do? Wait here, she repeated, unclipping the rope connecting them and then taking off at a pace she knew he couldn't match. When she finally glanced back, there was nothing, just the darkness. It took a good fifteen minutes to reach the steep snowbank that surrounded the drilling area, and another two for her to climb to the top of it. She lay on her stomach, feeling the cold that had been numbing her face and hands leech into her torso and cause her teeth to begin to chatter. The scarf over her mouth was deflecting her breath and fogging her goggles, so she pulled it off, giving the frozen air a direct path to her lungs. The area below had been plowed flat, to house not only the rig but also the men and machinery servicing it. The place was littered with tracked vehicles, stacks of equipment and supplies, as well as a few heated trailers that would be full of sleeping roughnecks right now. It was 2 a.m., but spotlights still illuminated every corner of the complex, robbing it of shadows in a way that made it look like an overexposed photograph. She remained motionless, moving only her eyes, as she searched for signs of the nighttime skeleton crew she knew was there somewhere. Nothing. She continued to wait, but felt herself getting colder and colder. From experience, she knew it would be only another five minutes before her ability to move efficiently began to diminish. Now is not the time to start soul-searching, she said aloud. She'd made her decision a long time ago, and now there was no going back. Jenna pushed over the crest of the bank, slithering down on her stomach, counting on her white clothing to act as camouflage. The shouts and sound of running feet she'd half expected didn't materialize, and once she'd reached the base, she ran crouched toward a pyramid of rusting barrels. The high berms surrounding the area completely blocked the wind, but it was still audible over the sound of the machinery, screaming through the top of the rig, furious at being blocked by something so trivial and short-lived as humans. She crept forward, adrenaline drowning out cold, doubt, fear. Less than a minute later, her foot was on the first step of a set of metal stairs. A layer of ice made them difficult to climb, but it muffled the normal clang of boot against steel. At the top, she found what she was looking for. A series of vats, filled with what looked like muddy water, but was actually a meticulously engineered fluid that was pumped around the rig's drill bit to lubricate it and keep the dirt and rock flowing up out of the hole. Dropping to her knees on the catwalk, she removed her pack and dug two large plastic bags from it. When she stood again, she found herself staring down into the vats, unable to move. No one would be hurt, she told herself for the thousandth time. The oil companies would whine and complain and eventually get the government to give them yet another subsidy to supplement the billions in profits they racked up every month. And of course, the American people would engage in a brief display of self-pity before forgetting all about it. 
In the end, the only effect of her actions would be to ensure that some of the most pristine wilderness left in the world would be safe. Forever. She looked at the ice-covered pipes and girders, at the well-lit compound, and finally at the expanse beyond. Sometimes things got bad enough that responsible people had to act to try to change things. The hard part was knowing when that moment had come. She opened the bags and dumped a white powder into the churning fluid, watching it disappear so quickly she could almost pretend that she hadn't done it, that the contents of those bags had never really existed. It seemed impossibly anticlimactic. There was no explosion, no grinding of gears and ensuing silence, no sudden darkness as the lights died. She didn't know whether to feel relieved or cheated as she shoved the empty bags into her pack. Hey, who the fuck are you?